0: Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode nineteen, which we are recording on Tuesday, September
1: eighteenth. I'm Gail and I'm Charlene. Let's get right into what are you wearing? I am wearing my featherweight cardigan by Hannah Fettig, which I love. I, I love, love it too. <laughs> yeah. I'm embarrassed to say that I only recently put pictures up of this cardigan, <laughs> even though I knit it almost a full year ago. Looking at my Ravelry. Project page. I see that I started it last year, September 29th. Oh, wow. Yeah. Almost exactly a year. Yeah. And I knit it really fast. I knit it in about two weeks. And it is knit in Fine, which is a yarn by Spud and Chloe, a fingering weight yarn that is 80% wool and 20% silk. And it has just a little bit of a shine from the silk. A perfect silk, amount of sheen. Yeah. yeah. And the silk. Gives it strength so it doesn't feel, I don't know, it doesn't feel like 100% merino at all. It definitely feels like it's got something else in it. But it's really nice yarn. I've actually used this yarn for another project. This was the yarn I used for my Ruth's Tea. Oh, uh, which I was Chloe admiring. Vine, and I would use it again. Definitely love, love, love this yarn. <laughs> That's what I just used on my
0: little pom-pom ped socks. I used my oh, Sweat & Chloe Fine oh, as the contrasting yeah. gray. It's really
1: nice. Really, really nice yarn.
0: I remembered you knit that very quickly because I was knitting my featherweight on or about the same time. Yeah. And I remember, I think I started mine first and you were already done with yours. <laughs> and I'm thinking, how on earth did she do that?
1: Oh yeah, I guess I can knit fast sometimes (laughs) (laughs) when you don't have any arm injuries to deal with. Right. So that is, yeah,
0: it's beautiful. It
1: is. It's great. And I should add that I knit this one tunic length so it's quite long, longer than the original pattern called for, but there are several versions that are knit to a tunic length posted on Ravelry. And I love it. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And what are you
0: wearing? (laughs) I'm wearing two knitted objects today. I'm wearing my Pendulum Shawl, which is a design by Amy Miller. And I've knit it in the Colinette Jitterbug and Madeline Tosh Sock in the Stovepipe Colorway. And I love it. And I actually put it on today because True Spark is her Ravelry name and her real name is Trish. She sent me a PM on Ravelry a couple weeks ago. She was knitting the little colonnade shawl with the colonnette Jitterbug same colorway oh, and oh, same she colorway, ran yeah. out of yarn before oh. she finished. So she was contacting anyone on Ravelry who had a little bit left.
1: Oh, wow. And she
0: said, "How much for, you know, how much will you charge me to send it?" And I said, "Oh my gosh, there's not very much left. I'll just send it to you and build some yarn karma for myself." And I didn't even <laughs> charge her for shipping because it was like 50 cents. Yeah. So she gifted me the Thinking of Waves shawl pattern, which oh, was very, very nice. thoughtful, and she is now also a listener of the podcast. Oh, so, yay. <laughs> hi Trish. Thank you. I wore my pendulum in honor of you today, yay. and I'm glad I did too. Because as soon as I put it on, I thought, "Oh, it's so snuggly it's and beautiful. soft. I really need to wear it the more often." The colors
1: just go together so. Maybe nicely it's shiny and happy colors yeah. <laughs>
0: and i'm also wearing my fuse cardigan sweater which is a Veronique avery pattern that charlene and i both knit last <laughs> year or earlier this year it was this year 2012 or at least yeah. i knit it in 2012 and i knit this one in Madeleine tosh dk twist which i adore as a base and what else can i say about this cardigan it was chilly and foggy and windy when i left my house I got in the car wearing my two knitted objects and was sweltering <laughs> in the car on the way over here. And but it's as soon very as there was at my house. <laughs> yeah, but as soon as I
1: got out of the car, it's windy over here too. Oh so yeah. Yeah. It seems just perfect for inside recording. I just went out in the yard to hang some clothes up on the line and it felt really warm though. So I think in the sun. Yeah, my husband was outside painting on our back
0: deck, and he oh. came in the house, and I'm chilly because I'm sitting at the computer, I'm drinking <laughs> my hot tea, and he said, "Oh, it's so hot outside." And I looked at him and I said, "Are you serious?" And he said, "Look, I'm dripping sweat,
1: and I'm almost shivering." That always happens to me when I sit indoors and work at my computer. Yeah. I get cold, super cold, yeah. like almost teeth chattering cold. Yeah. So I'm looking at my project page for Fuse, and I knit mine in. February.
0: Okay, because I don't think the pattern even was released until early 2012. Yeah. Because you knit it. I knit it shortly after it was released. Yeah, and then you knit it. As soon as I saw yours, I had to knit my own. And this was a really quick knit too. Very versatile sweater. I
1: love it. Okay, so now we know what we're wearing. What are you stalking lately? What am I stalking? Well, what I am stalking, it's funny because it comes from your yarn that you ripped out you ripped out well remember you ripped out your buttercup i certainly did and you said part of the problem was you didn't know what to make with the yarn oh of course i started (laughs) stocking sport weight sweaters on my behalf on gail's (laughs) behalf and found two that i really liked and may want to make myself we shall see the first one is a pattern called the Fall Away Cardigan by Heidi Kiermeier, and it is a pattern that is only available on the Madeline Tosh website. And I just have to put in Heidi Kiermeier is also the designer of Buttercup. Of Buttercup. So Cup. how serendipitous I know. is that? I know. Pretty except funny. there is a few issues with this pattern, and I have not contacted the author of the pattern, so I don't really know what's going on, but a lot of knitters who have made this sweater say that the pattern contains a lot of errors. Ooh, not good. And supposedly there was another version that was to have been published, but people who have since bought the pattern have received the older version with errors, and there was one raveler who mentioned she complained and got a refund, so... Even though I like the sweater, I'm probably going to be cautious about it. <laughs> well, that's interesting. <laughs> to think because about it. People uh-huh. usually have really good feedback
0: about her patterns and how well written they are.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's very mm-hmm. surprising. Yeah. So I'm that that's what I mean. I haven't talked to or haven't sent an email to the pattern author. So I don't I don't know the full story. All I can say is From what I've read on people's project pages, it looks like the pattern contains some errors and there should be an errata somewhere out there. Okay. And perhaps I have to figure that out. Maybe maybe it is out there. Exactly. I need to do more research, but I do think it is a lovely design. It's kind of a short-ish sweater with rounded fronts and it looks like it has a little bit of a ruffle, maybe a slight, slight ruffle, and mostly worn closed cardigan, Mm -hmm. but there were a couple pictures of a couple projects where people did wear it open, and when you wear it open, you get a nice, short little ruffle effect in the front, which I like. Pretty. It is pretty. Take a look at it, see what you think, and actually, one, a listener of our podcast. I did PM her because she made it and she had also mentioned that there were several errors in the pattern and to just be aware of that. That's so,
0: disappointing. It Hopefully is disappointing. you can contact Heidi and she'll yeah, have an updated I, I pattern available. I had hoped
1: to do that before the podcast but it didn't happen. So the second one is a similar style but it is um, written by Vera, Vera and the pattern is called Shift of Focus. And again, it's a short tur cardigan meant to be worn closed. There are two buttons in the front, kind of double-breasted. I was going to say, it has that yeah, double-breasted
0: feeling to buttons, it. The buttons, but it's placed, not...
1: Right? It doesn't have the fold-back not double not a mannish double, exactly. yeah, exactly. But it's got buttons placed as if it were double-breasted. And it has short, curved fronts, three-quarter sleeves, And that one has been knit in both sport and fingering weights, and the reason I'm leaning towards this one, aside from the possible errors in the other pattern, is since it has been written in fingering weight, I do probably have something in my stash that you might can work. use. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So that one is a definite possibility, even though I was meant to be stalking for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third project that I am stalking is another pattern from Vera Valamaki. And it is a newish pattern that has shown up on the popular patterns on Ravelry, and it is called the Cobblestone Trench Coat. Oh, that is cute. Have I've you seen, seen it? Yes. yes, it is so cute, and it is knit in Rowan Lima a yarn oh, love that which yarn. Gail and I both love. Oh, I adore that. The Rowan Lima is a mostly alpaca yarn, it's got a little bit of merino and a little bit of nylon thrown in, but it's got a chained construction, it's not just a twisted ply alpaca so the chain i'm assuming will help the alpaca hold its shape and keep its structure so it won't perhaps stretch out that was going as to be my question i can't alpaca. imagine
0: a big coat like sweater in that yarn not stretching out of
1: shape and you know we have the, a sample big, in the shop. yes we yeah. have a big cabled sweater from the lima collection actually as a sample at the shop And that sweater has held its shape really well, and lots of people have tried it on. Really? And it still looks gorgeous. It does. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. The yarn seems to wear very, very well. Oh. So... That one is definitely on the radar. Absolutely, <laughs> especially with Lima. Oh, you can't go
0: wrong with that. It's so soft.
1: Oh, it's just beautiful, yeah. and it's
0: shiny. It has just that little yeah, bit, of, it kind does. of like the sweater you're wearing now. It has just enough sheen to yeah. it to catch the light, and yeah, you know, it's not it like does. it has bling in it, but it's definitely, I don't know, a light catching. Their colorways are kind of light catching, I think. Yeah, yeah. And they aren't flat colors either; they have no, depth to got them, which I really like. A little bit
1: of color variation in there, not not variegated, not tonal, right? No, it's kind of just hard to a describe. A little bit of variation. Yeah, it. like
0: the purple color that I used for the shawl and hat that I knit in Lima have almost like a little bit of pink in it. You'd have to look at my project page, and you might be able to tell that from the photos, but definitely not a flat, flat color, which I
1: really appreciate. So I just want to describe the trench coat a little bit. It is definitely a short coat-length sweater, button front, with, again, a big hood in the back. But it has a, I don't know what you'd call that kind of neckline, Um, just a rounded neckline, but not a tight. Close to your neck, neckline, kind of scoop, kind of yeah. I think it is not a, a little scoop. scoop, not super low, right but a little scoopy and long sleeves. Just very cute. Could be casual, could be dressy, could go either way. I think with the Lima yarn, it could definitely go towards the dressy end of the spectrum very easily. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it looks nice, and it's a brand new pattern. I believe it is, let's see. Maybe a week old, maybe? I think it's in a new book that's coming out. I think so, too, because there were
0: several patterns from it that are in the popular patterns on Ravelry. Oh,
1: here it is. It's published in a book called November Knits. So, I'm assuming the book will be out soon. Yeah, fall. Super cute. Yeah. And. What about you, Gail? What are you stalking? Well,
0: I also was stalking based on how am I going to repurpose the Buttercup version (laughs) 2 into another gorgeous sweater. And I succeeded in finding not only the pattern I want to knit, but I swatched for it. And it's going to work. I am going to be knitting the Corazon fitted pullover. It's all over lace. Sweater, which I've talked about on the podcast before. Yeah. The designer is Julia Trice. Her Ravelry name is Mind of Winter. Yeah, she gifted the pattern to me a while ago, and she also gifted another pattern to Charlene Mm -hmm. so that we could try her patterns. And she asked me to speak very frankly about it on the podcast, (laughs) which of course (laughs) I will do. And she also said she is going to donate a copy of the pattern as a prize. So when I get started knitting that sweater, which I will cast on on or around September 22nd as part of the Fall for Tosh Knit Along. If you're interested, <laughs> visit the Madeline Tosh Lovers group. They have lots of different categories for the knit along, and that's the sweater I would like to knit for the knit along. It's Fall for Tosh, so it begins on the first day of fall, which is September say, 22nd. If it's a Madeline
1: Tosh Knit Along just as any project though
0: yeah they have categories head shoulders knees and toes and it
1: doesn't have to be madeline tosh yarn well it does that's but i thought you were using
0: i'm using my repurposed mcn sport madeline tosh in the neon rose colorway okay Okay. so yes it is a madeline tosh yarn so yes it's a madeline tosh group so yes you're supposed to use the majority of the project is supposed to be madeline tosh yarn i was thinking it was arroyo for some reason oh no 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 (laughs) so the, the arroyo is sport weight too of course yeah but this is my mcn sport base in the neon rose colorway so it's what i just finished knitting my buttercup version two which as you heard on the lo- last podcast really looked atrocious on me so in the fo section you'll hear more about that <laughs> so that's the first thing i've been stocking is the corazon there aren't very many finished projects on ravelry so i feel like i'm going to be a groundbreaker but Julia said she will answer any questions, and she's been very supportive already, so I'm really excited, and well, probably the next podcast will talk a little bit more about how you can win a copy of that pattern. The second thing I've been stalking is more like a category. I've been so focused on knitting sweaters that I have felt compelled almost to knit something small so i've been looking for smaller projects to knit and i've chosen several but i haven't actually cast on for one yet so the first one i've been stalking are the end paper knits by uni jang this is a very popular free pattern on ravelry there have been at least a thousand probably well over a thousand projects knit it is a colorwork mitt pattern two colors and Many people have said that it's a good s- choice for your first stranded color work. I have done color work before, so I'm not intimidated by it. And I happen to have enough leftover yarn for my pom-pom ped socks <laughs> that I will have socks and matching mitts, which hopefully I won't be cheesy enough to wear at the same time. <laughs> you know, my ongoing fascination with blue and gray lately. So End Paper Mitts by Uni Jane the second small project i've been stalking is the new pattern by t shep which is called the mont royal hat another free pattern this one is oh they're both fingering weight yarn by the way so t shep's hat pattern really cute slouchy just perfect little hat and i'm going to hopefully be knitting that soon and the third little project are the cabled baby hats Another free pattern on Ravelry, which I did my search yesterday and for some reason couldn't find it on Ravelry, so I do not know the designer.
1: Hmm. However,
0: hopefully I will find that information before Charlene does our show notes. And in the pattern, there are two different versions of the hat with two different uh, numbers of cables. I think one has half the number of cables as the other hat. I think I've seen that pattern. Well, it's very popular, so I'm sure you've it's seen there. it before. <laughs> I thought I had queued it, but it's not in my queue, and I couldn't find it, so
1: Huh,
0: whatever. Don't know where it was. Anyway, I've already printed the patterns for these three little projects. I already have the yarn selected. I already have it bagged up in projects <laughs> ready to go. I just haven't cast on for any of them yet. And also, I've been stalking that new Thinking of Waves shawl pattern, which Mm -hmm. is by Yellow Cosmo. It's a fairly new pattern, and that's the one that was gifted to me by Trish in return for the Colinette Jitterbug Uh Yarn. So lots of little projects on my radar. I just haven't cast on for any of them yet. Yeah,
1: Fun stalking. (laughs) Okay, Charlene, what are you knitting? Well, the first thing I just pulled out of my bag is my Breezy Cardigan. That I started the last episode. I think you heard me talking about it. The Breezy Cardigan is a pattern by Hannah Fettig from KnitBot. And it is a longish, longish, at least the front is long. Yeah. Loose, open front cardigan. And I am knitting mine in Tosh Lace by Madeline Tosh in the Silver Fox colorway it is a really pale pale silver and i just love this it looks really light but you can still see some variations in the tone on the yarn when it's knit up very very nice and me sitting here in front of her looking at
0: breezy in front of her and her featherweight cardigan on her body (laughs) right behind the breezy cardigan work in progress the darker colors of variegation in breezy are nearly the same color as your featherweight. Oh, okay. So it's like you're in the same color family yeah.
1: there. Yeah, yeah. Cool. See, I, I always think of this as so much lighter. It is much lighter, but those, but I guess yeah. yeah. Look at that. Yeah. It is very cool. It is so. This yarn, let's see, I'm all I'm I've knit starts at the top, so top down. So I've knit all the way to almost the bottom. I need to decide how long I'm going to make it because you stop three inches before your preferred total length, final length, and then you knit three inches of ribbing. So I need to try it on today and see if I'm there. I actually think I am. I tried it on two nights ago when I was working on it and I thought I was there and then I knit a couple more rows. So I think I'm, I think I'm good. And I'm going to start the ribbing and Gail brought up a really good point because I am almost finished with my first ball of yarn. I have two The Madeline Tosh lace has 950 yards on each skein and I did not weigh this but maybe I've got a 150 left. I don't know. I've got a little ball left. And it looks little but it will probably go a lot farther than you yeah. think it will. And But it obviously won't be enough, it would not be enough to finish either the ribbing or both sleeves. So Gail's tip was that I should use my second ball of yarn for probably both sleeves and the ribbing, which I think is probably a really good idea. I did not alternate skeins on this project because it is a really light color and both skeins looked identical to me. But as Gail has mentioned, even though the skeins of hand-dyed yarn look identical, sometimes there are still variations when they're knit up. So I'm going to take that tip and knit my sleeves and ribbing out of the second skein. <laughs> yeah, I learned that, especially with
0: Madeline Tosh Yarns, in my experience, now two times it's burned me that I have not mm. alternated skeins. Yeah. So my friend Inez on Ravelry, she is Edler007, She actually put together two photo tutorials that are in Ravelry. So you can actually click through. She linked them to our Ravelry podcast group in the projects area. So you should be able to open the projects on the right hand side and search for them. So she did a tutorial showing you how to knit alternating two skeins of yarn and another one alternating three skeins of yarn. So if you have even three, which I should have done on Jenica in hindsight, you can. She shows you the easiest way to alternate three skeins of yarn, carrying three skeins of yarn through the whole project. Hmm. So those tutorials are available, and they're great, and they're simple. So I highly recommend checking them out.
1: We'll put a link to that in our oh, show notes. Oh, thank you. Good yeah. idea. And then the second thing I am working on, which I actually just started last night, is the A-Line Hoodie by Diane Susie, which is from the Knit Red book that you've heard Gail and I gush about. Many, many times. We <laughs> love that book. I love it. And the A-line hoodie is exactly what it sounds like: a cardigan, wider at the bottom, narrower at the top, with a hood. It's got a three-button three button closure at the top. And I am knitting mine in a bright pink. Is that fuchsia? I would call it a
0: jewel tone. Jewel tone. It's not bright yeah, pink. It's, it's a not beautiful. It's a, it's a
1: jewel tone. Yeah, it's gorgeous. gorgeous. I mean, I, I almost want to squeal the yarn. I'm <laughs> so happy. It's like, "Oh,
0: it's so pretty."
1: Yeah, there's no color name. The color is TW10. So. <laughs> just, that's not very it's exciting really, really pretty.
0: I'm trying to think of what gemstone I would compare it to and I can't think of one. I don't, I don't know think what a garnet. You call no, that's that. A Hmm. garnet's much more red than that yarn is, I think. Yeah, I don't know. It's stunning, and it's tonal, so it's not a flat color It's called Misty
1: Alpaca Tonos Worsted, so it does have the tonal variations that, you know, I love so much. And alpaca and merino, so it will hold its shape really well and it will be very warm and it feels really nice when i'm knitting with it i'll bet (laughs) so far it's a win (laughs) i
0: was at the shop with her last friday when she cast on for her swatch and when she was about 10 rows into her swatch she said this yarn already feels so So good in my hands
1: it does it really does i forgot how nice it feels to knit with alpaca so that's what I am knitting. How about They're both you? gorgeous, too. Thank you. <laughs> okay, in my hands this very
0: second is the cowl neck vest by Cecily Glau. Oh! <laughs> also from the Knit Red book. Oh, that's so right. <laughs> You heard Charlene talk about her FO last week, and I cast on for mine. She knit hers in the Malabrigo Rios yarn, which is a much softer yarn in terms of drapiness than the yarn I'm using. I'm and using... I love mine. I've been wearing it. Oh, it's I haven't perfect. seen it on oh, you except for I those love pictures. It, love it, love it. So, again, I'm knitting mine in Madeline Tosh Erin base, and I'm using the Onyx colorway because I just happened to have enough of it in my stash. I realized, oh, my goodness, I could cast on for that now. <laughs> and I needed something that was almost straight-up stockinette to use while I teach my online training classes.
1: So I have, I think, at and least... And this is the project for lots of stockinette. Yeah, you it. don't have
0: to think at all because <laughs> you, you cast on the cowl at the top, and you knit 13 and a half inches of cowl before you get to doing your raglan increases. And it's so simple. The knitting is just back and forth and back and forth. So it's perfect. I don't have to think. I don't have to look. All I need to do is let my fingers knit away. So that's the first thing I'm knitting. And I'm very happy with it so far. It, Like I said, it's not as drapey as the Malabrigo Rios. It will be a more firm mm-hmm. cardigan. A so the cowl fabric, will, yeah, yeah. will um, stand up more than um, with the Rios so I'm really looking forward to this I think it's going to be one of those I wear it everywhere type of sweaters that I can just throw on I have to say I wish that Madeline Tosh had not discontinued the Erin yarn because it's one of my favorite yarn bases ever it is such a nice soft lofty worsted wool it doesn't weigh on you like a lot of worsted weight yarn is very heavy it It's just perfect in my opinion. I love it and I wish that it was still available. So that's item number one I'm knitting. Item number two, you heard me last week mention, or multiple weeks probably now, Joji Locatelli, the designer, is doing her knit along that started September and goes through December 31st. So I'm knitting my second Joji sweater which is the Dragonflies Jumper. It is a pullover. That is all over lace on the body and stockinette sleeves. And I'm loving this pattern. It's so much fun to knit. I'm using my Rowan Calmer yarn, which I adore. Another yarn that's been discontinued that Mm -hmm. I just discovered it. and Now it's no longer available. (laughs) I'm using a Merlot type of colorway, a deep burgundy. And it's just beautiful. I have to say about this pattern. I raved about Joji's patterns last episode. This one, she's amazing i have never seen a pattern where the lace increases were plotted out for you on a chart so like we talked about with laika it was kind of difficult to do the lace or the increases in the lace pattern because you weren't quite sure where they were supposed to go and it didn't look quite right and you and i both had a little bit of struggle with that right joji charts it out for you wow yeah so the entire raglan (laughs) it's top-down raglan construction The entire raglan increase section, she has a special chart for the yoke where she shows you, well, it's just charted line by line. So there's no ambiguity about where do I do an increase. She's awesome. (laughs) So highly recommend the pattern. I'm having a great time knitting this. And I don't know what else I can say about it other than I love it. (laughs) And I'll tell you more about it. I'm about, okay, it's top down and I'm about Five or so inches into the body after I separated for the sleeves, okay. so I have. I'm pro- I'm not going to knit it as long as her project. I'm once again copying Shannon Knitwit forty one mm-hmm. on Ravelry. Does she she knit it shorter, oh, yes, okay. and I think I will wear it more often if it's shorter. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to knit it. Shannon did, I think she said 13 and a half inches or something. I might go a little bit longer mm-hmm. than that because I don't want it to ride up. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do three-quarter length sleeves I was going to ask about sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> so I maybe I'll be done next episode. Maybe I won't. We'll see. It looks really cute. That's I a pattern it. it's that really I was stalking a yeah, couple,
1: for good episodes ago. Or maybe last episode. I can't remember.
0: And her knit-along, I have to say, is really fun. There aren't... Too many people participating for each individual sweater pattern, Mm -hmm. just enough that you can have a nice exchange back and forth, a lot of positive support. That's nice. It's great. And I had a question casting on for butterfly or dragonflies. She, Joji, does short row construction to shape the top of the sweater. So Mm -hmm. it's higher in the back of the neck, lower in the front. And she said she used short row construction, and I'm reading through the pattern, and I can't find anything about wrap and turn. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, oh no, I'm doing something wrong because I'm not doing a wrap and turn, so what am I missing? So I put a question in her thread for dragonflies right away, and Shannon actually is a moderator for the knit along, and she responded within an hour saying, actually she does her short row shaping by doing a different cast on technique for each side. So you're actually knitting back and forth for the yoke, until you do the, all the shaping for the front neck oh, of the sweater, and then you join it to knit in the round.
1: Oh, so you're learning something new, too. Exactly. <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah.
0: So, what have you finished since the last episode? All right. <clears throat>
1: One thing. And I don't you know what this is. Here. I have no
0: idea what it is. I've been <laughs> looking at it on the table this whole time wondering. You're you're not going to
1: believe it. I have finally <gasps> I know finished what it is. the still like oh, tunic. Oh, exciting. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. This has been On My Needles since last fall I, I would have time. to look at my project page and I stopped working on it because it was just so much it in the round that my joke was I kept falling asleep I was literally <laughs> sleep knitting when I was working on this wow and it's it, not at all the color I thought it was going to be oh Knit really up. yeah it is kind of a neutral natural tones Brown and gray combo. It looks green in this light too. It looks like oh, really? there's a, yeah, like almost a deep foresty oh. green in it. Oh, super, super pretty. I used Cascade alpaca lace print. I the one thing that I still need to do is I still need to tack down the pockets. They're kind of hanging out now. I need to tuck them in. But that's why the sweater looks funky. Uh huh. I get it. Yeah. They get tucked in and tacked, and down, then on the tacked inside? down on the inside, but I was going to wear it once before I figured out where I wanted to tack them down, because there aren't any instructions on the pattern about where to tack them down, so I don't know whether to tack them high or tack them low, and that might not make any sense without the visual, but basically I have an inside out, if you pulled a pocket out, from your pants and you had the pocket lining hanging out, that's what my sweater looks like right now. Mm-hmm. I just need to tuck it in. When I wear it, I'll tuck it in and just kind of play around with whether I want to tack it low or high. Because you, she says in the pattern to tack it with as few stitches as possible because you don't want it to through. pull anywhere. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But it's oh, it's pretty tunic length, almost like a little mini dress. Yeah, I, would, absolutely. I would never wear it as a mini dress. I'll wear mine with black leggings. But it's really cute. I'm I love really it. really happy with it. Wow. I'm really happy with it. The work of nine months. Yeah. <laughs> finally comes to
0: fruition. And you guys, I have to mention again, she's holding it next to her featherweight sweater. And the grays in this still light tunic. Almost match the gray in your featherweight sweater
1: you're wearing. Well, right now. We know what kind of gray. I I'd know. Like. It's a warm I love gray. It. it really is a warm it's gray. It's a definite it's warm gray. Beautiful. A, a gray with more red
0: in it than blue. Yeah, it's a little bit too light of a gray for me to really pull off. I need mm. the darker grays, but it's stunning.
1: But, yeah, I'm really happy with it. You know, when it's been crumpled up in a bag for months and months and months, I seriously, I had my doubts about what it was going to look like. And then even this light, light yarn, when you finish knitting it, it didn't look like this at all because this is steamed, lightly steamed. Oh, okay, okay. And it's not – it will need to be steamed another time. I just wanted to steam it out a little bit so that I could show you today. But – You know, because when I knit it, the fabric was all lumpy and crumpled, and it's been crumpled up and lumpy for the whole time. It's It's been smushed in a project bag, so I'm very, very happy. That's so exciting! Finally done with that. Yeah, last Friday
0: I had said to Charlene. You have a couple projects that are almost I <laughs> finished. I just know it. You have still light and you have the traveling sweater that are probably like an hour from being finished.
1: Yeah. My traveling sweater I put away at the end of, or actually I should say at the beginning of spring because I it's a big, big sweater. And I would just never have worn it over spring, summer. So I that's another one I need to pull out. I have a, a jacket that needs to... Really? Have some stitching done. Barley? Bar- like, is it barley, barley? Or barley? I don't know. Oh, okay. I can't even remember. It's been so long. It's been a long that's, time. That's yeah. really bad. But anyway, so that's my main project. Big you can, project. You can hear which
0: one of us is more OCD. I never, <laughs> ever have a project that lingers that long. It, like, nags at me. It's horrible.
1: <laughs> no, I do occasionally let That's good. That's there's, good. There's always a reason, though. Usually it's because it... Doesn't work into that season, or I'm not going to wear it anyway. Even if your so. reason is just because I don't feel like knitting it right now. Uh, sometimes That's awesome. it is. I just can't. <laughs> I, for some reason, I can't do that. I the have sleep driven. knitting was a big factor. I got tired <laughs> I of falling asleep
0: too early. <laughs> it's like that one shawl you were knitting. That was your yes. narcotic knitting. Yes. I kept Knocking you out like a narcotic, exactly. So, how about you? Have you finished anything? I did. I finished the Jenica hoodie, and I could not be happier with that sweater. So, what is our little tagline the perfect yarn for the perfect Mm -hmm. project? Mm -hmm. I don't think I could have asked for a better pairing of yarn to project. I am serious. Excellent. That again, it was Madeline Tosh Erin, which is the discontinued base which I knit in the charcoal colorway, so it's a, it's a darker gray than what Charlene's holding and wearing at the moment. But, oh my goodness gracious, this sweater is so awesome. Interesting construction, fabulous finished object. I will wear it all the time. I
1: can't wait to see it. I can't believe you didn't bring it. Well, it was too warm. I, <laughs> I was going to bring it, I and I thought, eh. and It's a big, bulky sweater. So I'll wear it yeah. tonight
0: to knit night. Oh, okay. okay. So seriously, if you have not tried a Joji pattern and you like hoodies at all, I highly, highly, highly recommend this pattern. It's beautiful. I eat the Everything about it, the hood fits perfectly. Oh, I'm, wow. I still need to block it. I haven't blocked yeah, it yet, but Erin yeah. just never looks like it needs right, to be blocked. But right. I need to because I want the sleeves to be just about an inch maybe longer. Maybe just steam so. them
1: a little bit oh, for now. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah.
0: So maybe I'll do that. But seriously, I can't rave enough about this sweater. I'm Yay. so happy with it. Yay. The only lesson that I learned with this one I actually acquired the yarn through a couple of different destashes oh, on Ravelry. Right. Thus, they were different dye lots, mm-hmm. which I knew going into the project. Mm-hmm. So I did alternate my skeins. However, one of the dye lots was much darker and more tonal than the other. The other was mm-hmm. more of a flat gray, and the other was a more beautiful, deeper tonal gray Mm -hmm. and of course i didn't have enough of the tonal to do the whole sweater so i had to mix in the lighter gray so in my project pictures you can see on the hood especially there's some striping Mm. which ideally i wouldn't have had that but i didn't have the luxury of having more yarn and you can even see in the pictures of the back of the sweater there's some striping as well It's not horrible. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I'm wearing it, I don't really notice it because most of it's in the back. But I was very conscious about trying to keep the same colors as close together as possible. Like when I did Mm -hmm. the front treatment garter stitch edging all the way around the front in the hood, I used all the same two dark skeins of yarn and things like that. So that was a lesson that I learned from Buttercup too that I really was paying close attention to in Jenica. Mm -hmm. So that's the only thing that isn't 100% for me on that pattern. And again, I didn't have the luxury of having enough of one dye lot. So it was unavoidable, but love it. (laughs) So that's the first thing that I finished. And the second thing I finished was repurposing yarn for my first time. So when I knit Buttercup version one and ripped it out, I didn't repurpose the yarn. I just wound it back into balls Mm -hmm. and I didn't wash it or Mm -hmm. hang it to dry or anything. Well, this time I had to, because when I unwound it, it is so kinky and crazy that it's just ridiculous.
1: Top ramen noodles. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Total top ramen. So I spent a couple afternoons pulling it out and winding it into, the, into balls. Right. Then I spent a while winding it around my elbow and my hand like an extension cord to get it into Hank's. Then I tied them off so that they wouldn't get um, tangled. Mm-hmm. Put them in the bathtub, soaked them for about an hour drained them, put them in a towel, stomped on the towel, hung them on a hanger, put them outside. Then I did the same thing to Josie's Katrina vest oh, with the Madeline Tosh Vintage in the Lepidoptera colorway. That's
1: great cuz that is such nice yarn. It's beautiful very
0: reusable exactly so i repurposed that still looks brand new almost yeah Yeah, both of them do so i washed that dried it everything for that yarn too and josie was so funny she's watching me pull it out of the bathtub and she said oh mommy you know what if you want to you can rip out my old the vest that you made for me i don't want to hurt your feelings or anything but (laughs) it doesn't fit me anymore and i looked at her and i said thank you josie and she said why did you say it like that and i said "Honey." This is your old (laughs) vest, and she said, "I thought the yarn looked familiar." And I said, "Remember, we—you know—you gave it to me months ago when we determined it was too small. Already, (laughs) it was very funny." So, in my garage right now, I still have the hanks on the hangers drying. I had them outside for two days, and they were still just a little bit damp on the inside of the thick Mm -hmm. ones. So, I'm afraid to ball it up yet, but I have to ball up the um, neon rose for my corazon, because I want to <laughs> cast it on on, the, on Saturday. So very successful. It did take a mighty long time to, you know, go through all the steps you need to
1: go through. Right. Ripping out it's time consuming, is time-consuming. It's time-consuming. But worth it. it. Is. It's worth it, especially for the two yarns. Exactly. That you were able to retrieve. Yes. Definitely. So I did take pictures of every step of the process,
0: mm-hmm. and I did post those in my project Page for the Corazon. I already started a project page for it, and on the stash page for my Madelintosh vintage in Lepidoptera, if anyone has any interest in seeing <laughs> the steps of the process. And that Madelintosh vintage in Lepidoptera is going to become a Ka'ana Chalette free pattern by Jennifer Wiseman. It is a worsted weight shawlette that is knit in garter stitch short rows for the top, and then there's a nice little lace treatment along the Mm -hmm. edge, which I've always loved the pattern. And as I was treating, repurposing the yarn, I was thinking, I have to go see if I have enough yarn (laughs) to knit the Ka'ana Chalette. And I I don't have quite enough, but I think I can manipulate the the amount of short rows. So I'm super excited about that. Cool. So those are the things that I have finished. So did you want to introduce our feature segment idea, since it was your idea? Well, we
1: thought... Don't run screaming. We <laughs> thought it was possibly time to bring up the idea of holiday knitting. We know it's only September. However, <laughs> if you're knitting gifts, sometimes it's good sometimes to Sometimes you need to start early. One of the things I like to do is during the year sometimes i will make an item that does not have an intended recipient perhaps i just wanted to knit a pattern but i don't necessarily want it for myself sometimes i have a yarn that i want to make into a certain item but i don't necessarily want for myself so i keep what i call my gift stash which is basically just a box in a cabinet in the garage where i toss knitted items that don't have an intended recipient Yes. and yet and that box has saved me several times i have pulled out gifts for teachers um for friends you you never know unexpected unexpected things happen or unexpected people need gifts (laughs) so that has saved me a few times and i think you do that a little bit too absolutely Yeah. yeah What were you going to say? Oh No, I do, absolutely. Oh, okay, okay. And holiday is also a good time to knit for charity. Gail and I both kind of ramp up our charity knitting during the holidays. I think both of us do, well, because we like to give it away at holiday. Right. And also because during the holidays you have a lot of time to knit little projects, but maybe you're... At events or family affairs, that kind of thing, and you might not necessarily have the time to sit and read a pattern, but you have time to knit rounds on a hat, that kind of thing. Or so, you're in the car on the way yeah, to a family yeah, event, and yeah, you have, I, you know, found time yeah, knitting in the car. With I your find that or someone's driving. I need a lot of little projects generally this time of year. So we both came up with a couple of suggestions of projects that we like to knit. The first one that I really like is a hat pattern, and it is a free hat pattern on Ravelry called Hermione Hearts Ron. And I've made that one a couple times. It's by Christy Ellsworth, and she modeled it after a hat that Hermione, the character Hermione Granger wore In the Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince movie and I am a big fan of the Harry Potter movies and I am a big fan of this hat I love this hat I loved making it
0: that has been in my queue for a
1: long time (laughs) yeah it's a really fun one and actually there are several versions of it on Ravelry and this just happened to be the one that I made and I, I I believe the pattern is flawless. There's no errors in it and it makes a very cute hat. Excellent. Yeah. Do you so have one? Yes, I actually chose five.
0: my top five from different categories. Oh okay. So okay. for my hat category, I've knit many many hats and I love, like Charlene said, I love to knit them and a lot of times I don't wear hats that frequently and neither do my kids or my husband. So knitting for charity is one of the ways that I can Satisfy my hat knitting craving while also doing something good for my community. <laughs> and Josie has one of those those little round things with the little notches and oh, knit I know width. What, you what are mean. they called? They're, I don't remember what they're called. But it's you loop little, your yarn around it and then you use like a little crochet hook type it's like of thing. Like a little thing. knitting knitting. No, what is it called? I can't remember it's not the name. A we'll, well, knitting kn- machine, no. but it's a little. We'll link to it in the show notes. Yeah, Yeah, you can buy them at like Beverly's and craft stores. Yeah, I can't remember the name either. My aunt uses one and she knits a hat in an hour type of thing, or during a football game. So Josie has one and she knits hats for charity too. She'll Mm. knit like ten throughout the year. And she the other day she she knit a baby hat with this thing (laughs) in about an hour and a half. Mm. She was done with a hat. So my hat pattern of choice for today is the Garfunkel hat pattern free pattern by Jocelyn Tooney and the theme you'll hear from my top five today is that none of them are actually straight-up stockinette I find that my favorite projects are usually something that have some kind of interest to them that engages me so the Garfunkel hat is color work stranded color work it's a great hat for several reasons one it's adorable (laughs) Two, it can work for any age. There's a pom-pom, but of course you don't have to add the (laughs) pom-pom. Because it's stranded knitting, it's thicker than most hats, so it's very warm. So if you live in a cold climate, really great hat. It's slightly slouchy, but of course you don't have to make it slouchy if you don't want to. So... And actually that was one of my first FOs that I ever
1: discussed on the podcast. I was so, gonna say, I think you have talked about yeah, that. Yeah, it's before. mine
0: is gray and pink. So mm. I really recommend that Garfunkel hat pattern. It's really cute and a really fun knit. It's a good way also if you've never done stranded color work. It's a good place to start. It's very easy. So that covers hats. What's your next one?
1: My second project that I love to give away for gifts is a cowl. And it's called the Honey Cowl. And it was designed by Anne Maria for Madeline Tosh. It's also one of the most popular cowl patterns on Ravelry. (laughs) No doubt you've seen it. It has 7,000 plus projects. And it has been made in just about every type of yarn and every gauge because it's one of those patterns that is very flexible you can it's a two stitch pattern repeat so you can change up the gauge very very easily and the pattern comes with three different sizes that you can make it in a one loop that goes close to your neck a one loop that kind of dangles a little bit and then a very long one which you can wrap around twice Around your neck. And according to my Ravelry Projects pages, I have made five of these. I was going to say, I, I would have guessed four. So I'm not surprised I've to five. I've made five of them. And if I recall correctly, one of them was a long one. And I believe the other four were small ones. And only one of them have I kept for myself. So I do like to gift these. And people seem to really love them. They're It's a great little two-stitch pattern repeat that's then offset so you it's easily memorizable it's a pattern that you can carry around with you easily I I think it's a great little gift it's a good travel yeah knitting knitting yeah, too. yeah absolutely you no know, I've never knit one I do know that <laughs> <laughs>
0: never so my cowl that I like the best for gift knitting is called The Malabrigo Waffles Scarf, which has been modified into a cowl by many Uh people. Another very simple, it's like a broken rib type of pattern, waffle type of pattern. Very easy to follow. Again, you can do it in just about any weight of yarn. Most of them have been worsted weight, but heck, you can (laughs) adapt it any way you want. Also a free pattern the two that I made, one I gifted, one I kept, were both two skeins of yarn. So one was Malabrigo Rios and one was Madeline Tosh Vintage. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh, talk about a squishy, soft, comfortable <laughs> cowl. So it's probably much thicker than the honey cowl. But it's a great fun project. Mm-hmm. That's by Sarah Florent, by the way.
1: Okay. The third, I should say pattern or item that I love to give away is a bath scrubby or kitchen Ah. scrubby and I crochet these and I wrote up a little pattern that I call the sea anemone bath scrubby and if you've ever gone into a bath shop and seen those little bath scrubbies that are made out of net or mesh. So like the sponges. material. Yeah, yeah. That's what this comes out like. You can make it as big or as little as you want. You can make it in a rough cotton or hemp and use it in the kitchen. You can make it in a softer or organic cotton and use it in the bathroom as a bath scrubby. And the pattern that I wrote up, it's not really original because I've been making these for years and years and years, and I've seen other people make things similar to them but I wrote it down because somebody wanted a pattern just to practice their newly acquired skill of single crochet and I said oh you can just do this and this and this and make a little bath scrubby and she couldn't picture it so I wrote it up and the pattern is only you know half a page it's very very brief but I have made I can't imagine how many of these I've made over the years, (laughs) completely undocumented since I've been making them forever. But they're great gifts for just about anyone because everybody either washes dishes or uses something to wash in the bathroom. So you can pair it up with soap or body wash or kitchen dish soap for a housewarming kitchen type gift. You can pair it up with a bath mitt. You can pair it up with any kind of. Anything. Yeah. And make a nice little gift. I've given them to teachers. You can give them to healthcare providers. You know, just about anyone. Anyone. Yoga (laughs) yoga instructor at the
0: gym. Yes. Exactly. Exactly.
1: And you can make them in just about any kind of machine washable yarn because you want people to be able to toss them into the washer and dryer along with the rest of their towels. So those are really super easy. Single crochet the whole pattern, and I travel with those a lot in the car too because you don't need a pattern. You just crochet and crochet and crochet until it's big enough, and boom, you're done. (laughs) Wow. Okay, now I'm sitting here trying not to crack up
0: because my husband and I have one of those mesh type of sponges (laughs) in the shower, and I do not know why. I'm sure it's his fault. And if he ever listens to this, he'll probably laugh. and know that it is. (laughs) For some reason, every single time we get a new one, it kind of unravels and becomes this long thing. And I've never had that happen before. But over the last year, every single time I buy a new one, within a week, it's this long stringy thing. So I think I'm going to download your pattern (laughs) and knit one or crochet one for him for Christmas, like stocking stuffer. Wouldn't that be fun? They're
1: super fun to make. They really are. I'm going to do that. And... If you ever have any hand or arm issues, like I have, knitting, uh, it's actually a good thing, as long as it doesn't hurt. But if you're using different muscles, I find picking up crochet sometimes
0: stops
1: whatever is hurting. I use different muscles when I crochet. It's just a way to change things up. It's not going to replace stopping and doing your stretches or doing whatever kind of hand and arm care you need to do but it's it it uses different muscles and it's just good to mix it up sometimes yeah, yeah.
0: great idea yeah
1: <laughs> okay so my kind of off kilter category
0: <laughs> for gift knitting is it's what i guess you would call them softies Oh, okay. You're patterns pattern searching on Ravelry. So, basically, any type of little animal. I have knit and crocheted many, many, many of them over the years to give mostly to my kids, but I also give them as gifts. And I have a lot of the patterns that I really like. But my latest absolute favorite is that cat knitting pattern oh, I just that did a few so months ago and, for my and aunt. Tiny. And Talk quick. about yeah. an awesome gift. One, the pattern <laughs> is free. Two, it required such a little amount of yarn that I'm certain you can find something in your stash leftover balls to knit it with. Three, it's adorable. Four, you can give it to anyone. And five, you don't have to make it a cat. You can make it an owl. You can make it a puppy. You can make it anything you want. So in a matter of two hours with scrap yarn, I had an adorable little gift to give to my aunt. So that, again, is the Cat Knitting Pattern by Linda Dawkins. I highly recommend it.
1: My fourth pattern that I recommend, and I've only made this once, but I made it as a gift, and I just made it, so you just heard about it, is the 198 Yards of Heaven pattern by Christy Verity, a free pattern on Ravelry. And I just wanted to mention that I did notice the pattern author suggests that this pattern is actually an intermediate shawl so knitter beware if you are a lace beginner i still think that it is a good pattern for a beginner but maybe have another knitter or your local yarn store available for pattern support if you should need it but it's just a super quick 200 yard shawlette triangular shawlette with a lace pattern at throughout, and it's very nice. Very nice. We were both surprised how big of a shawl you ended up getting for 200 yards. Yeah, and it was, it's beautiful. I'll knit that Mm -hmm. someday
0: eventually, yeah. yeah. It's not in my queue yet, but it will be eventually. (laughs) Okay, so another one of my categories, I didn't select a shawl. It seemed like shawl knitting was almost too much knitting for a gift. Yeah. I do give shawls as gifts actually quite often, mm-hmm. but they're more like the special gift category, right, like right. for my mom or I for a aunt or yeah. something like that. So another category I selected was electronics cozies because, okay, what teenager or child or one. even friend do you have nowadays who doesn't have some right. kind of electronic device? Right, that's so a great one. absolutely a practical gift. My favorite pattern that I've done so far, and I haven't done many, was the cabled iPad sleeve by Haramis Designs, and again, free pattern, very, very quick to knit in worsted weight yarn. It was very interesting because there are cables involved. It took me less than one skein of Red Heart Soft yarn, which I used because I wanted my grandfather to be able to wash it. and just a great pattern. Very well written, very easy to follow, and very quick, rewarding knit. And also the iPod or Phone Cozy by Tara LeClaire, another free pattern with sock weight yarn. I actually had a little bit of scrap Madeline Tosh sock in the Baltic colorway a couple years ago, and I wanted to knit a little something for my son, and my dad had just given him a Cellular phone so I knit him this little phone cozy that again has just a little bit of cabling in it So it was interesting to knit it has a little fold over top button type of thing
1: free pattern quick knit scrap yarn can't go wrong And then my last one is just a generic topic rather than a specific pattern and this is definitely a nicer gift because this is not something that's quick to knit but it is socks hand knit socks mm. I really think hand knit socks are a wonderful gift for the right recipient like yeah. me, <laughs> yes. a pair for me. <laughs> I, I have gifted a few pairs of socks to only a handful of people because the people that you knit socks for have to be people that number one Will appreciate your effort, or mm-hmm. number two, love hand-knit socks. And hopefully, if they appreciate your effort, they also love hand-knit socks. <laughs> <laughs> they go hand-in-hand. Hand. Right. But, you know, if you give them to a non-knitter, a muggle, they might just be socks. And you don't want to give them to somebody who isn't necessarily going to appreciate them as hand-knit socks. Yeah. And if you love hand-knit socks, you know what I mean. They're a special category, but you definitely have to plan ahead. You definitely have to pick a recipient who is sock worthy. And you definitely have to have some forethought because you need to knit with a size in mind, that kind of thing. So it's not something that you can just knit generically and pull out of a box. So you have to knit with a little forethought and time on that one. But if you have an intended recipient who is sock worthy, then I think they're great gifts. (laughs) And we go
0: from feet to hands. So the last category I selected a pattern for was fingerless mitts. Perfect. So these also I would consider most fingerless mitt patterns to be quick knits that don't require a lot of yarn. So they make really great gifts. I have given away at least a dozen pairs Mm -hmm. of fingerless mitts as gifts to different recipients throughout the years. And last Christmas, I knit the Evangeline pattern by Michelle Sigalmi shirley And this one is a $3 Canadian dollar pattern, downloadable on Ravelry, but I knit two pairs. I selfishly knit one for myself and <laughs> did gift one. I will definitely knit this one again because they are worsted weight, so they go really quickly. And I used less than one skein of Madeline Tosh vintage That's so right. yeah you can you can knit a pair of Evangeline mitts and at least one or two cats from oh, one skein of yeah. year I mean how can you go yeah. wrong with that so the Evangeline mitts they do have varied lengths you'll see there are at least a thousand projects on Ravelry I believe some people knit them just to you know just beyond your wrist length some mm-hmm. people knit them longer to cover your forearms a little bit more I knit them a little bit longer, probably like mid forearm, Mm -hmm. so that you could slide them underneath your jacket or whatever to keep your forearm warm. Really quick knit, and again, it has some cabling involved, so it's an interesting knit. You do, of course, have a thumb gusset to deal with, which is very well described in the pattern, so I didn't have to rip it and knit it over and over again to make it fit, which was very satisfying, and... Great, highly recommend the pattern and just fingerless mitts in general. It's funny because I don't wear mine that often. I just forget usually mm-hmm. to wear them. I need I to leave do, a pair in the glove box of my I, car. I did that last year. I that's what I need to do. Put a pair
1: in the car, yeah.
0: Because I have a, a couple pairs that I've knit for myself, mm-hmm. but almost straight across the board, when I've given them to people as gifts, they've worn them a lot. Yeah. So that's really satisfying. I've knit. For my sister-in-law my mother-in-law various aunts various friends and everybody
1: really likes them so i actually need to knit pairs for both my kids because they asked for them last year at the end of the season i didn't make them and they've grown out of all the ones that i have made for them previously so i need should get working on that well and then of course if you live in a colder climate than
0: santa cruz you can knit the ones that have that little pull over oh, flap yeah, yeah flap to cover your fingers my family calls those nose pickers because i've never
1: actually seen them pick their nose i think but now that's... they're advertised as texting gloves oh that's true
0: there is actually a pattern on ravelry that uses a specific kind of yarn
1: conductive threads. yeah so you yeah. can wear them yeah. and still operate supposedly your and stuff. people are selling those they are not seen them but you've seen them
0: no my um best running friend you're my best Uh knitting friend well melissa said oh well have you heard of these gloves have Uh you ever knit a pair and i said oh i've heard of them but no (laughs) and she said oh you can buy them now yeah so oh maybe i'll have to give her a pair for christmas last (laughs) year i knit her yoga socks there you go which are also a great gift super easy fast knit less than a skein of madeline Tosh yarn to knit those so another great gift idea So I gave her mitts. I gave her socks last year. I'll give her mitts. (laughs) How funny would that be? I have to find some more fathom. That was the colorway I used so that she can match. Okay, so hopefully you found some of those patterns to be cue enhancements. And aren't horrified at the thought of holiday knits. (laughs) Well, I think all of those except for the hand-knit socks and maybe 198 Yards of Heaven, pretty much all of those you could knit in a weekend if you were focused. I think so. Yeah, and wouldn't require so. much yarn, so a it's hat, not that expensive, cowl and it's not that much of a time hit.
1: All could be knit relatively quickly. Yeah, the cowl you'd stick with the smaller one for a quick version, and yeah, yeah it's definitely so durable. it makes it
0: manageable yeah. holiday knitting yeah. as opposed to if you're going to try to knit a sweater for someone. Oh, oh well, yeah. <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I don't think we have any housekeeping this week, do we? I don't think so. Excellent. Okay, well, thank you so much, as always, for joining us and spending your time with us. And we haven't mentioned this in a while, but thank you so, so much for all of the comments in our Ravelry group, all of the iTunes feedback, all of the PMs, all of the friend trending in Ravelry. You guys are awesome. Yeah. And you make me smile every single Absolutely. day. So Absolutely. So thank you. We don't say that often enough, but thank you very thank much. Thank you very much. Until next time, happy knitting. Bye bye.
1: You can find us on iTunes at Yarniax podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniax.com. We have a growing Ravelry group and you can follow us on Twitter at yarniax. Goodbye and good knits.